Eazy-E on a Thursday. How are we? Johnny, Johnny you have interrupted my schedule this week. <laughs> In that I'm case, a, we're going to keep this I'm short. I'm a stay-at-home man, and I have plans on a Thursday. Coronation Street's on. <laughs> I don't even know. I actually really hope it is on a Thursday and people think I know what I'm talking about. I haven't a clue. I genuinely have no clue. There, there's definitely someone listening going, yeah, absolute liars, lads. You know exactly what's on, what channel, what time, the whole works. Go away, lad. Sean, it's a special Thursday for a special reason. It is indeed. So this week on the podcast, we have Keith Russell returning to the podcast. We also have PJ Meaton on the podcast. And those guys are helping to promote an event called Elevation. It is a backyard ultra event taking place in Tipperary in April. And what we're going to be talking about is why you should be interested in doing it. And just before we get into it, this we've talked before about in this podcast about Backyard Ultra has been, you know, my goal was to do the 100 miles 24 hours and not that I'm anywhere nearly or anywhere near winning, but going for for what was pretty much near a high standard for that. Uh, even though I did not get it, let's put myself right back down to earth with that. I did not get any, anywhere close to it. Um, but that's not really what Backyard Ultras are all about for most people. Just like if you sign up to a marathon, you're not going to aim to get like a sub three hour. It's just, you know, some people might do four, five, six, seven. It doesn't matter as long as you're there to compete. And that's what I saw when I did it, like when I was running with Dara for, for the first 12 hours, it was like, oh, they're stop. why would you stop after seven hours? Because like, I feel grand after seven hours. Uh, it's like, Sean, they just got their first marathon. It's absolutely brilliant. Or four hours, easily their first half marathon. The legs feel fresh and go off and, you know, start running the next day or day after that three, four weeks of what the, what the double marathon, both of us didn't run after our marathon for weeks afterwards, you know, conserve the legs for the next big race. So, and, you know, it's an easy way to get 50 miles and easy way to get my longest distance today is 100K through a Backyard Ultra. And that's what the Backyard Ultra is. It's the easiest way to build up the miles when you have your anywhere between you know, five to 15 minute gap on every hour to get some solid food into you instead of running along, trying to down gels and all the rest, get some solid proper food. So you never really hit that wall until the point where you, if you keep going until your legs give up at some stage, but it doesn't have to be that way. And it just sounds like great crack, great session. So with this, what I said, we'll go straight to the lads. They're going to talk more about it. It's this week's special episode at the Any Given Monday podcast. Let's go. You butchered that. I did. I stumbled. It's a Thursday. I'm not used to it. I'm hitting play anyway. I'm not Hit really the doing team, it. Tune. Hit the team. Let's go. Let's go. So this week on the Any Given Monday podcast, it's all about elevation. Elevation is a new backyard ultra running event that's going to be taking place in. Grange Woods in County Tipperary on April 6th. To talk about this, we have PJ and returning to the Any Given Runday podcast, Keith Russell. Lads, welcome to the podcast. How are we getting on? Thanks very much. Thanks. Yeah, great. This is a trip to tip with a little bit of a difference though, isn't it? <laughs> it is, it is, yeah. You might end up finishing the same way and feeling the same way after. <laughs> <laughs> Good time. So we'll get straight into it. What is Elevation? What is this, this race all about? Yeah, so will I take that there? Will I? Um, yeah, elevation is it's it's the backyard. So um, the backyard ultra. That's why we've Keith on, and Keith Keith is one of the best backyard ultra runners in in the world, right? Not just the country at the moment. So Keith has really kindly kind of come on board to help us promote this because we don't have a lot of it in the south. It's 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 a sport that's really grown over the last few years. Um, we have it in the north, and I suppose there's this and, and as well in in Dublin at the moment. So there's the idea kind of. 
getting, I suppose, this sport really up and running and getting the best runners to represent Ireland. Um, I was just saying there beforehand, Keith, we, I got to represent Ireland this year as part of the Backyard Ultra, but we were really the, the, the B team because the likes of yourself and, and the lads were, were, were bigs. So it gave us a chance, but it'd be great to get, you know, three or four people from each event um, going on to represent Ireland in, in this Backyard Ultra. Um, so for people, I suppose, who don't know what a backyard is, it's literally, it started in, in Tennessee. It's 4.17 miles loop, and you do it every hour on the hour. Um, again, it can be a little bit daunting for people, but it's, it's, it's the type of event that really... It's, all, it's available to everyone because if you're just looking to do 12, 13, 20 miles, whatever it is you're training for another, another event, you can use the backyard as a way of training for that event as well. And then we also have, obviously, the people who are going out there to, to, to go for the 30, 50, 60 hours they keep and up to, up to the 100, hopefully. <laughs> I remember when I first started with the Backyard Ultra and, and I wanted to do it for the, the 100 miles in, in 24 hours. I'm like, that's a great goal. And I was telling people it was. Most people, a lot of people that I was talking to, had no idea what a backyard ultra was, and I was standing them like six point seven k, and they're like, "Why six point I'm like, "I don't know." Even though my my reasoning for doing it was the answer was that it was the easiest way to get hundred miles to break it down, and that's that's yeah. how it goes from there. And then when I did Barry and John's, like I was nervous to expecting all the elites and everyone having that same goal, but it's just like doing yeah. a marathon where not everyone has the same goal of running a sub 230 or sub three oh. hour or four hours. Some do seven hours. And, yeah. and it was great when you see people break it down, they have their, their seven hours in and you're like, I've done marathon distance. And you're like, you know what? I'm done. And it was by far, like it was a very hilly race. I did just like the one tip Brary sounds like it's going to be, but yeah. it was still the easiest marathon I've ever done to get that, that in yeah. a lot longer, but definitely the easiest yeah. to build up. If that makes sense. Yeah, it's it's the rest in between, you know. You get you get the rest, so yeah, you have that hour, so you can get around there in in forty minutes, fifty minutes, fifty five minutes, whatever suits yourself. And and a lot of that, there is a little bit of elevation in this, uh, and uh, you know, it's not not quite as much elevation as, as Barry and John. We're talking about one hundred and seventy five uh, meters, and most of that is at the start. So you walk you walk a good part of the first half of this. And you get to run down the hills and glide in home and, and then hopefully you get five or ten minutes. So again, far reaching that half marathon, that marathon distance, going for the hundred miler, which which was a big goal for mine as well with it, um, is is kind of, you know, it, it's it's open to everyone and everyone can kind of make what they want of it. But it's it's going to be a really kind of a fun day. So what we're doing is we're starting this at 12 p.m. Used most of these start at 8 a.m. in the morning. So we're starting this at 12 p.m. And the idea is that the people that come for three, four or five loops, it's a little village. There's a little pub, little shop, cafe. And hopefully we're, we're, we kind of make it a, a festival of running. And that's the idea. Oh, no, PJ, you should have started with that. There's a what? <laughs> <laughs> there's actually, there's, there's actually two, two little pubs in, 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 in the village. So, yeah, yeah. Because the last backyard I was at, I was halfway up a mountain carrying deck chairs and tents and beck and everything. So there's a pub and a shop. <laughs> there is, yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, so the coffee coop is where where we'll be starting, and they're they're gratefully hosting us where where we're going to be able to uh, put our tents and everything like that. Um, I suppose a lot of people when they when they go back to one of our episodes, and we'll share the link about Keith and and how great he has done for the sport and, yeah. and pioneering the sport. This is a great way for people who are 
I would say even considering going for a marathon, it, it like I know there's a bit of hiking. People who like to get into a bit of outdoors, people who like to get into like even the likes of myself. I wasn't a fan when Sean was saying I'm going into the hills for a night to run up and down a mountain. Yeah. But now that you've added a pub in the shop, it's way more appealing. <laughs> but, um, but it is when you break it down, it's not about competing against Keith for 60 days running absolutely, around the Absolutely not. So it, yeah. Four it's hours, about, two, yeah. six hours. Yeah, it is. It's all and having your own goal. Um, for me, really, with it, I mean, I've done, I've done a lot of different, different races, and and they've been on road, they've been on trail myself over the last six or seven years. But the goal for me with the with the backyard road, uh, ultra was to get that hundred miles as well. Um, and it's a really nice goal to have. I mean, there'll obviously be be people going for 50, 100, whatever it is, but everyone will have their own goal. Just talking about the marathon there, my, my own brother is is running his, his first marathon this year, and he is running that, I think, about two or three weeks after elevation. So he's going to, you know, I, I I had a good bit of work in convincing him that elevation isn't going to kill him. You know, he, he can go <laughs> and do two or three loops and, and that'll be enough, you know, that that can be his final training. So hopefully he's listening to this and he, he books it afterwards. <laughs> and because of the pace, it's probably the best way to get miles yeah. and legs because yeah. you're pacing and you get to refuel. Like I, I'm, I'm doing a, a race a couple of weeks, doing the 50K and I talk to people yeah. who've done faster marathons and they're like, the good thing about it is for some people is to go around, they get a minute or two to rest and, and get some solid food, what they feel comfortable with. So they find they don't get hit the wall or boink, whatever you want to call it. This, exactly. you've got more time and the atmosphere around this, the start of the, the race for each lap is, is always kind of like, there's a great buzz, especially those five, six laps to start where you have your running clubs and stuff. And you, you notice when the same people pass you out the same points and stuff. You don't mind it pass you out because yeah. You're against yourself to get to the time at the end. It's the one race I've ever been in where I got passed out with some people. I didn't care because I was yeah. on my track to hit my thing at certain times to make it work for me. That's it. No, that's what that, that's what makes it amazing, really. You know that everyone once you get back and get the loop done, everyone's on a level playing field, and the camaraderie with any of these that I've done has been amazing. So, um, it's like anything with ultra. I mean, ultra running is that kind of a sport, and everybody's out to support everyone. Um, you know, you're out, you're out on any of these events, and, and it's amazing how big ultra is getting in this country. And um, and like any event, like any ultra, it's it's the camaraderie. And I think anyone going for the half marathon, going for the marathon, uh, going for the hundred miler, come to elevation, and you know that camaraderie is going to get you over the line. We um, have some great guests on this podcast. Keith is one of them, and Keith yeah. is going to be part of the day. As you said, the sport is growing. Not many people are going to be honest, aren't lying every hour with Irish athletes. And that that is essentially what people are getting a chance to do because although the sport is only growing, when people start hearing about it and, and seeing Keith is going to try and break world records, he's always setting himself up at world championships, and you get to go and have a yeah. chat with these people while you're waiting to start the next loop. Yeah. It's, it's it's a phenomenal experience that a lot of people don't realise is a, is a chance for them to have. Yeah, exactly. Um, and I mean, the, the thing with, with, with Keith is like, uh, we're, I'm following Keith from day one um, because I thought I was training for my first backyard when Keith had his first one. And like, I don't follow him because he does too much bloody running. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was I was naive at, at, enough to think after seeing Keith's first one, I was like, oh yeah, yeah, I can do that. Um, I, re- I realized after my first, uh, my first Lawrence Court uh, experience that, yeah, yeah. Diff- different levels so it's um it's really a case i suppose look everyone can get there like like you said if you're starting off in a sport you don't get to you know meet your idols and the people who are at the best in that sport and um, when you turn up at your first event these are the type of events where you, where you turn keith 
in that podcast he did with yourselves was great in saying that he wants to really promote this sport on the south and he's proven it really by coming on board with us and offering to to support this as much as he possibly can. To be there to do recce's, perhaps the whole lot is amazing. And Keith, for people who are looking to come stand shoulder to shoulder with the greatest, um, what are some key things for people who are coming to this? If you can think back to the early days, what are the important things people need to be preparing for, bringing, or have you got any advice for people to show up and do their three, their four, or even go for the 50 mile, 12 hour, which surprisingly is achievable if people have some mileage in the legs? That's for me, is it? Sorry, I broke up. Yeah. <laughs> I'm breaking up with you, Keith. <laughs> <laughs> no, look, like, as I said before, I'm into promoting the sport, the backyard. Like, I was one of the few countries that only had one runner in the World Championships, there, World Championships in Tennessee there in October. Um, and it's, you know, it is very daunting when you're going up against the US, who had, I think they had 11. You're going up against the Belgians, who had seven. And they're all, like, phenomenal runner, world-class runners, you know. And it'd be nice to get more Irish there as well and more Irish involved within the sport. And I think we have, uh, I think it'd be about three three events up the north. And it's good to see that we're having more events down south um, to get more people involved. And I think it's just about, you know, getting people to know what the sport is about. And, look, it's not necessarily about um, getting to the World Championships or, um, getting on the Irish team for the uh, World Satellite uh, in next October. It's it's about the camaraderie, the sport, and like like myself, I got into it just by chance, and I done well. Do you know what I mean? And you know, there's so, there's probably other people out there that would be thinking, going, "Geez, I couldn't do that for hours on end." But you know, you'd be surprised. You, um, like at the end of the day, it's six point seven per hour. You know, 12 hours, you have 50 miles. If, and if that's what somebody wanted to do, to test themselves. And, like, I've seen people that have went to do uh, 100 miles in 24 hours. And they seem to go out too fast. But within the backyard, it's the simplest form of being able to do 100 miles in 24 hours, if that's what your goal was. Um, so I would recommend, if anyone was looking to do that, the backyard is the format to go with. Um, but then, it, like... You have you have down to if people are doing marathons, if people want to do five or six hours, it's just to come out and basically, as you said, Eric, just a hike around uh, around Tipperary there. Yeah. You know what I mean? So what, what? Where else would you want to be? Yeah. <laughs> and if you bring a, if you if you bring a tent, the pub is there. You have your whole night sorted. <laughs> no taxes well, are not needed. <laughs> there's no one going to kick you out. There's no one going to kick you out after a couple of days either. <laughs> <laughs> you've got a three day you can pretend you're still going to, and yeah. all of them. Yeah. one of the things that stuck out with me when, when Keith was in the podcast last giving tips about the um, about this event was you know you've got it's called elevation and sometimes you look at that as a negative but it can also be a positive because sometimes I keep alluded to there some people go out too fast and sometimes a backyard ultra people go out too fast as well but like you said PJ at the start of this race you kind of have to to walk and you're forced to walk at certain points you can't just blitz it so some people might try and because only 6.7k they might blitz it too fast yeah. and then they, they don't have any more laps in them they've they got very little this is I suppose where I've done all my training pretty much myself and, and Tom the other guy involved in elevation Tom Owens and we've done pretty much all our training here on this loop okay because it, it, it's it from from day one three or four years ago and it's literally it's you you walk the first you walk a good 
mile of the first mile and a half of this of this loop and you're able most of the rest of it is downhill and it's nice and easy so um you, you like it, there isn't too many events where you're going out you're trying to do 100 mile or you're trying to do whatever and we're telling you to walk the first mile and a half and you'll still be fine you know and i'm yeah. sure Keith has said that he, he I think he, he he's good enough he's going to do a recce and stuff like that and again I'm sure he you won't be you won't be changing that up too much anyway are you going to run the first <laughs> no look at the end of the day it is about being conservative and as you say BJ, it's like if you have a hill you walk it and yeah. it's simple as that like like you don't you don't go out and run these races guys that yeah like you have say 57 minutes to get around that loop so yeah. you utilize every bit you can now it only depends like how long you want to be there for if you want to be there for 24 hours you have to have a strategy per loop so yeah. like i've seen so many different strategies over the, the last couple of years that i've done it um and i've seen fellas go out and run them in 35 minutes um again that chap was from lithuania and he lasts for 50 odd hours i've seen ones um, that will run them in 56, 57 minutes. And they will do that consistently, but they're getting that, they're getting that respite every hour. They're not going as fast. So there's so many different strategies. My recommendation would be to try and get in and get at least five minutes sleep, especially at night, through the night. If you're going to be there at night, get five minutes sleep per hour um, through the night. Um, and like, Look, as, as the race goes on, things change, strategies change. Uh, food, all that sort of thing. Things you can stomach at the start, you might not stomach through the race. Uh, you need to have an array of different types of food because you might just go, I don't fancy that, but I fancy that. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. it is about having a box of food there and going, right, what am I going to eat? And you bring more back home with you anyway. There's a cafe and a pub right beside it. You know, so <laughs> exactly. Been, exactly. exactly. Just, bring, <laughs> just, bring, just bring money. Just bring money, you'll be fine. Yeah, yeah. But the, the, the key thing on what a lot of people were seeing doing now, and it is starting to take off, a lot of people are doing the 4 by 4 by 48 and it's yeah. coming around to that time yeah. of year. And what yeah. why I would kind of suggest, and I know we're, we're here to promote the event, but in twos and threes, this can be quite a good event for people to go, have we got six hours in us? It's only six hours. And it is quite family friendly. I was quite surprised that in the marathons we've done, you see your loved ones before you enter the green or corral, they'll see it in five or six yeah. hours later, whatever it is. But in this one, you're seeing them every 45 minutes and then you're chatting to everyone who's in the camp. And there is a good atmosphere around the daytime. And as you're saying, starting at midday, it, it, it will add for those who are saying, have I got six hours? Can I do six hours? Can I do seven? And then, then it's a case of see how long we've got. But particularly groups who are considering doing events like this 4 by 4 by 48 this is a great way to, I suppose, start that buzz, start that excitement and, and see what it's like to be tired every hour and, and, and forcing yourself to get back into it. Exactly. I think I think the the, the family actually being there um, at the end of each loop is huge, you know, um, to have that kind of every four to five minutes, eight minutes to know you're going to get in, you're going to meet the crew, you're going to meet the family because... A lot of the time, when you when you're getting into, you know, you're getting into the night, you're getting into that kind of stuff. It, it's it's different. Um, but to actually know that in 40, 45 minutes, I'm going to get in. The crew are going to be there. We'll have a bit of a joke. I mean, who's crewed for for myself and, and Tom Owens most of the time is Tom's son Ben, and, and he actually he calls himself now a full time, you know, crew director because he absolutely loves it. 
So at, at any event yeah. we've been at, whether it's Kerry Way Ultra or, or any of the events we've done, Ben is Ben is is the crew, and um, you know I, I'll to, I'll test him out of one of my races, PJ. <laughs> <laughs> no, and, and I can guarantee you, Keith. I can guarantee you, he'll be there, right? He'll be there, and he'll be ready to go. But um, yeah, maybe seventy hours in, you you want a replacement. But, um, <laughs> Sean, Sean had me crew for him, and he didn't complete a loop, and I was walking out to try find him, hoping he was dead. <laughs> so you definitely don't want me in your tent but yeah, um no but look it's it, it is a fantastic opportunity and look it's it's for those who are in cork and say that they're tough and it's not far to travel it's on the doorstep and in the region it's we've had some great guests from cork as well who do some blistering things as well and and if if people down there are looking to try something new or looking to try and test themselves this is really an event where it's something different. It's a different challenge that you won't be used to. It's something to see, do I like it? It's like getting that opportunity to go back again and, and try different sports and see which one you like. And it it is it is one that you can and, and most people can survive at least we're, we're, we're lucky, seven hours. We're lucky in Ireland there's a lot of mad lads, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you don't you don't have to go too far to who think somebody who thinks they're you know they're able for anything. So yeah, just just come out and then. Um, Actually, I better say it here now in case I do forget that we do have a discount code as well uh, as part of the podcast. So will, will, I, will I mention that here? Work away. They, they, they've listened this far to us, so why not? Yeah, they deserve yeah. it. <laughs> so the discount code, guys, when, you, when you go on the link, is Keith1. So K-E-I-T-H-1, number one. Uh, how much is Keith worth? He's he's worth he's worth a good percentage ten euros ten euros <laughs> <laughs> and hopefully hopefully that's a lot of ten euros so it'd be worth a lot more. Yeah. So if you want a pub, a discount, and a nice cup of coffee, and a exactly. day of an adventure, uh, a chance to push yourself, a chance to see what it's all about, or even if you're just there to see if you can maintain a six point seven k hike loop as long as you can, um, it is a great day out. Um, where where can we find out more information about it? Yeah, so I suppose the, the best place is the, the link is through C entries at the moment, but um, that link is on our Facebook page and on our Instagram, and that's Elevation Running. Um, so you'll find us under anything with Elevation Running, and the link will be there. And over the next few days, we'll be sharing that out there again with, with an awful lot of people and a lot of organizations as well. So, yeah, you'll see it. Can I, can I just say as well, like if anyone signs up and they want a bit of guidance on uh, training or strategies for a backyard that they're more than willing to message me um, and I'll give any guidance that I can. Um, we will look with linking in with PJ about doing a recce before the day and Excellent. I'll be there. I'll be there on the day helping out anyone that needs a bit of help and a bit of crewing or whatever it is. Um, I won't be running myself, but I, I will be there to crew or help out anyone that needs help. Yeah, you can't beat that, can you? Keith, Keith will sign a t-shirt and hold your baby as well. But lads, <laughs> it has been absolutely brilliant. I am very glad I am on the other side of the world or I would have definitely been dragged into this. Yeah, um, yeah. But um, it's, as always, it is a pleasure. Keep an eye on our stories and our Instagram posts on this through the week, guys. We will attach the links on people who can do it and keep an eye on some of the reels as well to give some insights into what Backyard Ultra is and, and hopefully we can encourage a few people to give something new a try. Yeah, that's brilliant. Yeah, yeah. Best luck with the lads, best luck with the training and hopefully people do too sign up that will have all the info in the podcast notes. That's it from myself, PJ, Keith and Eric. Take care. Yeah. Thanks, Thanks.